first and foremost, if you or someone you know is struggling with suicidal ideation, uh, if you have plan, if you have intent, uh, give 988 a call if you're in the United States. If you're outside the United States, find a crisis hotline or find someone to talk to um, because talking about it helps. And that's what this song is about. It's a, kind of from the suicide's point of view, for lack of a better term. It's um, uh, the, the more you keep it inside, uh, the stronger things are. So find someone to talk to in a safe space without judgment uh, so you can help uh, so you can have help to process, uh, these thoughts. So, um, we will now go into the song Screaming Suicide. It's track number three of the 72 Seasons album by my favorite band, Metallica. So I'll go over the lyrics and if, uh, the music stands out, um, I will comment on that too. So without further ado, let's go. And it's the wah with Hammett, and it's, he has every right to use this wah. So use it, Kirk. Nice use of panning with the speakers. That's probably Hetfield. Nice chunky groove. You can bob your head up and down. Okay, so kind of in line with Sad But True. Sad But True is this, these intrusive thoughts, these inner critics. And Hetfield really does a great job of, of bringing these to life with the hope of um, giving, giving sound advice on, on, on hopefully what to do with them and not having their, this, these thoughts uh, become a reality. So, you know, welcome to this life born. And it's pretty straightforward. So welcome to this life born into the fight here to claim your dream. In Hetfield's case, it's being a rock star, rock star. Look, you, look you in the eye, patch the broken sky, craving dopamine. So this could really be, you know, coping mechanisms, whether it's helpful or, or unhelpful, um, to, uh, to, chase, to chase that dream or to have a break from the pain that's going on. You know, so it's, so at least in these lyrics, it's, it's claiming the dream, chasing the dream, craving that dopamine, that, that dopamine rush that dulls the, you know, that, that kind of makes the pain go away. But then my voice appears teaching you of fears. Are you good enough? So it's that really intrusive thought of, of self, of self doubt. And then saying, you know, these, these nice thoughts that you have, they're just lies. Um, and saying that, that you should give up, give up meaning, you know, to die by suicide. Um, and so one thing to do it, when you are having these thoughts is recognize that you have them because like the more you try and bury them, the kind of the, the louder they get. Um, all, and so you, you do this by, by talking to someone and, and getting them out, you know, accept that the thoughts are there and uh, find ways to get them out, whether it's distracting yourself, but you don't want that distraction to become avoidance, um, or it's feeling your emotions that these thoughts may be distracting you from. So maybe you're really sad, maybe you're really angry, and it's, again, I'm going to say the word safe space a lot, and I am saying this in a non-joking manner. I know it's used as a pejorative these days, but all people have safe spaces. It's, it's a space where you're not judged, where you where you are welcome by others. And awesome, because there are a lot of places in the world where, where people are not. So why not, at least for moments, have these spaces where, you know, 
you're not judged and, you know, to kind of prepare you for the spaces that, that you will inevitably be judged, whether it's an online space or um, a space in real life. All right. So this is the suicidal voice or the intrusive thought saying, listen to me. So what these lyrics are, and again, they seem like simple lyrics, but they're, I mean, and they are, they're straightforward, but they're very, very effective. Um, so what he's saying is, again, just like said but true, it is the, the inner critic uh, coming to life. It's the inner critic singing this song. So don't ever speak my name. Remember, you're to blame. This is your fault that I'm there. Uh, keep me inside. My name is suicide. So the, again, the more that it's kept inside, the more that it wells up, the bigger that it gets. And the more that it's kept inside, the more, you know, unhelpful or maladaptive coping skills people can use, drinking, drug use, and even distraction of, of what's considered helpful behaviors to the point of, uh, of, of avoiding these thoughts. So someone could exercise a lot to the point where it's not good for them. Someone can go on a long-ass walk with the point of avoiding. You know, it's one thing to have a distraction from these thoughts, and it's another thing uh, to avoid them altogether. So maybe, I don't know, you're at work and you don't have time to 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 really face these intrusive thoughts because you're at work. But it's advised when you get home, at least give yourself that time to really process these thoughts. And then if you if you have some a professional to speak with, whether it's a a therapist or someone, you know, on the, the, the suicide hotline, um, it's, it's having that space to do it. And again, that uh, lifeline is 988 if you're in, in the United States that you can dial to at least talk to someone. They're trained to provide those spaces for people. So it's doing the opposite of what the lyrics are saying. It's, it's keeping, it's, it's having the word suicide out there because sometimes it can be considered, oh, don't you say that and why mention this? If you mention this, it'll spread it. If you mention it in such a way where it's not glorified and if you mention it in such a way where it's out there where people can, can talk about it, that's where the healing can begin. Okay, so um, with the curse another day, spirit locked away, punished and deprived, hate to be awake, living a mistake, more dead than alive, so really sounds like depression. But then a voice appears and whispers in your ears, you are good enough. So that is kind of, instead of the, the critic um, from the, the first verse, it is more of the, the helpful thoughts. Uh, you know, you are good enough is a, a, a helpful core belief as opposed to you're not worth it. If that um, unhelpful core belief of you are not worth it is there, it really, it, it's hard to turn that around even if someone says that you are because you don't necessarily believe it. So it's building a foundation and it takes some work to develop that helpful core belief. It's finding the evidence for it. No matter how small you, you may think it is, it's finding the evidence for that. And then, you know, um, maybe having actions to kind of, to make that core belief go stronger or really examining those thoughts. So this is where thoughts are so powerful. Um, again, they're invisible, but they can bring people down. Um, so it's, uh, so you're good enough throwing down a rope, a life, so, you know, people think throwing down a rope, it, it, it could conjure images of, you know, a rope to hang yourself with, but this is instead a lifeline of hope, not giving up. So it's really finding it within oneself where that's the most effective. If you rely on others 
to do it, I would say in the beginning, you know, awesome, I'll take it. And then it's working on developing um, those skills within yourself uh, to do that. Because if you rely on others to lift you up, it fosters a, um, a realm of or a world of uh, dependency or, or codependency. And the results of that are uh, also very devastating on mental health and very stressful to, uh, to those involved. Here comes the guitar solo. Oh, not yet. Eventually. There it is. It's that like, like very ACDC influenced guitar solo. Even like sound wise, it sounds like, like Angus Young. Okay, and then another solo, so terrified in sleepless nights, caught in the spotlight. You know, listen, the Headfield and the band are their lives, most of their lives have been in spotlights, like literal spotlights, on and off the stage, really. So caught in spotlight, dead to rights, isolate and fight your mind, uh, telling you you're left behind. So again, uh, isolation is, is a sign that things aren't going well, you know, usually because of... Uh, uh, shame that uh, well, what would people think of me if if they if they see me? So therefore, I'm I don't want to be seen, and it's your mind or yourself telling you, well, you know, they're just going to bend you anyway. So again, all these unhelpful thoughts that lead to um, uh, feelings that that people don't want to express, which then lead to behaviors that are that are very that are very harmful. So like the moral of this is regardless of what feelings uh, you're, you're, you're feeling or whatever emotions you're feeling, uh, it's finding an outlet for them. So one of them could certainly be, uh, can certainly be music. That's a very like Jimmy Page kind of run. This is uh, Hetfield's spoken word section. Not yet. Oh my God, I just keep getting, I'm, I, I keep calling it earlier. There it is. Or there he is. Yeah, so my lying voice inside keeps drinking cyanide. So again, it's, um, it, it's uh, I guess, imagining the, the suicidal act or drinking, you know, poison, obviously, and no more can you run into the sun. So it, it, this could have a, you know, there, there could be a double meaning to it. Um, and no more can you run into the sun, the sun meaning, you know, light, there's hope, life. Um, so that's what I think the lyrics are, not like literally running into the sun, because that would mean, that would mean death. But they're saying, and no more, no more can you run into the sun. And, you know, the, um, reminds me of Unforgiven too, where it's, you know, uh, now I see the sun, now I see the sun. So, I think whether Hetfield knows it or not, he's, I, I don't know, that, that'd be an interesting question for him, you know, and no more can you run into the sun, is he referring, consciously referring to the Unforgiven, and then, you know, um, Metallica on um, Death Magnetic has a song, Cyanide, you know, um, and that's, and that, you know, is about, that has suicide in, in the lyrics uh, as well. Okay, so this is the resolution of the song, which the meaning, so song starts really good storytelling. You know, the song starts off as, you know, the, the, the unhelpful character in it, which is, which is the, the inner critic, that, that, that voice, that voice of doubt, which could lead to a suicide. But now, towards the end, the voice is going, um, oh, I, my name is being spoken. And when the name is spoken, it loses its power. And I know Hetfield has um, a quote during the um, So What 
interview, and I'm just pulling it up if my phone lets me do this. So I'm just finding it now, where he he says, you know, it's kind of inviting your demon to dinner, you know. So he said, um, uh, do, 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 do. So invite that demon to dinner, hang out and understand it, get to know it better. That will take the surprise or sting out of it. The demon's not going away. I would argue that. The demon could go away, and one way to make it go away is to expose this and to take the shame out of it, to, to, to get help from professionals who have seen these demons and, and know the patterns and know what they're like. And especially if on higher levels of care or even with group therapy, it's, it's being around other people and, and their demons and kind of being like, oh, all right, well, you know, if other people have this, there's some solidarity in that, you're not alone, and it's getting to know these demons, again, in a safe, in a safe space. Um, so Hetfield said, the demon's not going away. Again, I'll argue with that. I, I think it can. Um, I get caught up a lot in the, there's something wrong with me, I have to change it or else. And then he says, and I think the key for me, at least what I'm feeling lately, is you learn about it. If you don't like something, learn about it, and it will teach you something. And that I absolutely agree with. And maybe he thinks... That demon's not going away is that we'll always have those those voices of doubt. So that's what I think that he means, unless the demon is, is something a lot stronger and, and, and uh, more harmful than that. So if that's what he means, then I do agree. The demon's not going away, because chances are we will have that voice of doubt. But the more skills you learn, the, the more you can counteract that voice of doubt and know what it's kind of doing. Um, those voices are kind of, if you want to reframe it in, it's they're not necessarily trying to bring you down, which is kind of strange because the results of those thoughts, you, you will be brought down permanently. But one way to at least look at it is it's setting the alarm bells off. It's warning you that something's going on and that it needs to be explored. Personally, I think our minds, uh, I wish they were more direct. Uh, it's just, they're just not like that. Um, they're just not like that. Um, I wish they were. Um, so again, so it's kind of, I have a feeling during this interview he was probably referring to the song, but it's 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 getting it out there. It's and it's not just talking to anyone because you can certainly talk to someone and they could and they can make it worse. So it's finding someone who will listen to you, validate what you're saying, and and most importantly, not judge you. So the more that you get it out, uh, the better, or at least the very least, the less worse you'll feel. So you've given back the blame where it's not, it's no longer blaming yourself. It's blaming, you know, if, if it's, say, if it's trauma-based, it's blaming, you know, people who experience trauma, sometimes they, they blame themselves. So it's, it's learning how to think in a way where you put the blame where it belongs on, on the perpetrators. So it goes, keep me deep inside. And then it goes, don't you keep me inside. Screaming suicide. So screaming suicide means if you scream it out, you'll find the help you need in order to, to help cope with those thoughts so you can remain living. So, you know, it's, it's, it's ending to where um, that voice is no longer needed because uh, once that voice has been exposed, it can, now, it can now go away. So now that I'm exposed inside, again, reaching out for help, uh, and shined a light on cyanide, so cyanide being another word for suicide, or poison, the poison, you know, inside us. You have cyanide, you, you die. Uh, I'm no longer needed here, now you've faced your biggest fear, and the, the biggest fear could, could mean, you know, talking about what is considered, at least for now, or what you may think is considered shameful. Um, and 
you know, the mental health issues have thankfully evolved over the years, especially since I've been a kid. I'm 47 years old, so I was raised in the 80s and 90s, and it was more shameful to be like, what do you have mental health issues? What are you weak? What are you a wimp? Um, nowadays, there seems people are seem to be more open to it, but I think there's there's a long way to go with that. So it's shining the light on it so you can feel better. And then you know, even if it's not suicide, it's it's stopping the you know the 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 behaviors that are not helpful. So drinking, using drugs, um, anything that that distracts you or, or numbs yourself um, with the purpose of uh, of avoiding. And then they say something like nice at the end. You hear it like right at the very end. So I was kind of listening for that. So uh, so yeah, third song, relatively short song um, on this on this album. Is it the shortest one? It's like it's five and a half minutes. Oh no, that is Lux Eterna or Lux Eterna uh, is the shortest one. But, you know, one of the shorter ones, but certainly a good one. Very catchy with, with very meaningful and... And, and heartfelt lyrics by, by the mighty Headfield. So that is it for me. And, you know, once again, 988 if you're in, 988 if you're in, if you're in the United States. It almost rhymes. Um, if you need the help immediately, it's 24-7. Give the line a call uh, and do what the song says, you know, at least at the end. Expose this. Talk about it. Invite the demon to dinner. You know, maybe it won't be a demon anymore. And if you start to reframe it as, yeah, this is pretty, these, these are pretty awful thoughts, but what is it, what are they trying to tell me? You know, so that could be, maybe make it less scary for you. So, um, all right, so 988, Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. And then if you go to 988lifeline.org, you can hit the chat button if uh, you're more comfortable with, with chatting. So that is it for me. Um, feel free to email me at mmampodcast at gmail.com. I almost forgot my email. And uh, it'd be nice to hear from you. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. Take care. Bye.